Welcome to the Lost to Liberated podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte, and I'm here to guide you through finding your most authentic self through honoring your energy, your design, your makeup, and honoring that to find your most unapologetic version of success. I'm here to guide you as a business owner to find success through finding yourself. So let's begin. So welcome, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to dive right in. Today, we're going to be talking about human design strategy and what that looks like for you in your business, in your life and all of that jazz. So you may have seen over on Instagram a couple of months ago, I changed my Instagram bio, which is always a big task, isn't it? I mean, we only have a certain number of characters that we can put there on our Instagram bio and trying to say what you are, who you are, what you do, who you serve in like 150 characters is so difficult. But even having a title, I find hard. (laughs) I have a lot of things that I do. And that's I, I love that. You know, I do so many different things. And I love that. But I am feeling called and I have been feeling called and I've been continued to be invited as a projector to talk about and guide my clients through their human design. And really, that's really kind of been amazing in terms of the healing work and the experience I have as a life coach to be able to show people how they've been conditioned and how they can heal from that. So, what is human design? Human design is a system. That is what's created by uh, Rauhu. Um, and essentially, he had almost like an epiphany when he was traveling in Spain. He downloaded, channeled all of this information to create this human design system. It takes into account the I Ching, it takes into account all of the astrology, so all of the planets, the alignments. It takes into account the Kabbalah, the Hindu system, the chakra system, all of that comes together. And that's why I love it so much, because if you've been listening to this for a while, this podcast, or perhaps you've followed me over on Instagram, you'll know that my background is in spirituality, continues to be so, but more in a kind of grounded sense of spirituality. So, you know, it was a natural progression for me to move into human design because of that. It has that element of spirituality, but it also has the almost the sciency kind of element there too. It's very tangible. And I think that's what people really love about it, the tangibility of it. And perhaps they've looked at other kind of things like spirituality and it's been very open and they've had found it hard to kind of grab hold of. The cool thing about human design is it's like a fingerprint. So everybody is unique. Your design is completely different to every, everybody else's. And I think there's so many intricate details in your design that just play a part in the way you do your business, the way you communicate, the way you message, the way you delegate things, the way you price your services, how you sleep, your environment, the pe- type of people you connect better with how you build a team. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. And of course, I'm talking about this from a business aspect here. But honestly, it plays a part in family makeup, relationships, love. So I just think it's so amazing. It's such a beautiful system. I love it. For me, I started to look at human design around two years ago, I found out I was a projector. 
And it really was like an initiation for me. And and also that permission slip that, oh my God, I'm a projector. No wonder I'm like this. And no wonder I've really struggled with the construct of like working hard and all of this sort of stuff. I always thought that there was something wrong with me and I didn't have drive, stamina. I would be like, what is wrong with me? How come all of these people are managing to do all of this stuff? And I'm like two hours a day doing my work and I'm finished and I can't do anymore. So there's been that element, of course, of like deconditioning for me and like letting go of the shoulds and allowing myself to be the way that I am. And that kind of speaks to me so deeply with human design, how it really is about you like finding your way back to yourself, your authentic self. And human design helps with that. I mean, if you're a business owner and you're in the online space, we're constantly being given these kind of narratives of how we should do things, how we should run our business, what works and what doesn't, the types of strategies, the types of routines, rituals, the best way of doing sales, all of this type of stuff. But the thing is, a lot of times what I've seen is that those type of plug-in strategies that we're getting from other people just don't work for us. And then we get frustrated. And what we do is we turn it back on ourselves. We turn it back on ourselves and we start to internalize it. And we're like, why is this strategy not working for me? What is wrong with me when it's not you? The thing is, those strategies, perhaps they were from a generator and you're a projector. Perhaps they were from a manifester and you're a generator. So they would never work for you anyway. I mean, you could try and push and force, but you're going to end up at the end of the road still feeling frustrated or exhausted. And it's important to recognize that it's not you. That is the problem, you know? So this is why I love it. This is why I'm helping to guide people now to use their design to really understand their own energy and how their design impacts the way that they work and how they run their business. So they're no longer trying to be someone else. It's about accepting who you are and the way you work. That's where you find more balance and potentially more success. Let's talk about the different types. You know, I really wanted to talk about the strategy today. Let's see how this goes, because the strategy really is the number one thing that you you need to start to do right away. If you implement your strategy, you'll find your life will change in a nutshell. So we'll start at the top with manifestors. There isn't so many manifestors in the world. There's like 8%. I know one, I think. Manifestors are the only type that really can do the thing straight away. So they, they have that ability to initiate. They can get ideas coming in and initiate and they can do it from their internal ideas as well. It doesn't have to be external like some of the other types. So they can have an idea and initiate it right away. So when you see the tagline from Nike, just do it, manifestors can just do it. The rest of us cannot. A lot of gener- generators and manifesting generators particularly think that they're manifestors prior to getting a human design reading. So most of us are conditioned to believe that we can just go and do it when in fact we're not meant to and that's why things don't work for us. So manifestors are here to initiate. They can have the ideas and go out and do the thing. But caveat is to live through their strategy, to live in tune with their strategy, they have to inform. So that looks like having an idea and wanting to go out and do that thing But first, 
telling people about it, particularly the people who are important to you and the people that you you spend time with and the people that are in your kind of energy field. So thinking like here, family, partner, your clients, your audience, if you have an Instagram and stuff. And it can be super simple. It can be posting on Instagram a story saying, oh, I've been having all of these cool ideas and I think I'm going to do this thing. It doesn't mean you have to do it, but just by informing people that you're you're going to do it, potentially might do it, you have this idea, it could be a thing that you follow out, follow through, that's, the, that's where you're informing. Without that, what happens with people who are connected to manifestors, they start to feel deeply unseen. They get frustrated, they get annoyed, they get bitter because you haven't informed them what's happening. So they feel connected to your energy field. So when you don't, when you don't inform them of what's happening, you're leaving them out of the loop and then they get pissed off. There's a lot of manifestors that forget to inform or don't inform and they go and do all of the stuff. Let me think of an example. An example would be that, I don't know, they book a holiday. They book a holiday for the whole family and they book it in, in these particular dates for this time and they organize activities and never tell anybody until it's almost like two weeks before the holiday and then tell people. And the family is like, wait, I have this organized already. How come you didn't tell us I don't want to do that activity? That's not where I want to go. I don't want to go for that long. And there's all of this stuff that could easily be avoided if you just inform them in the beginning. That's the the real thing that you have to do as a manifester is to inform. And that can be so simple. Sending a text, sending an email, dropping something in your stories. Just try to inform people, particularly people who you are influencing. So what about manifesting generators? Manifesting generators, I feel like get a little bit of a bad rap because they typically have all of the tabs open all of the time. They have a lot going on. You know, they're multi-passionate and it really is part of their design to be multi-passionate and to try lots of different things and have their finger in all the different pies. I just wrote a post there about JLo and she has so many things going on. She's manifesting generator. That's just the nature of who they are. So if you're manifesting generator, don't ever feel bad for having so many different things that you're passionate about. It's really important to allow yourself to do all of those things and you can still be successful by offering lots of things. The thing with manifesting generators is that you have quite a developed process of making decisions and taking action. So you have, because you're two pieces, the manifesting and the generator, you have the informing part of the manifester, but you're a generator really as well. So you've got the responding strategy of a generator. That means that when you make a decision, it's important that you're responding first. What that means is that you're responding to something external. So it shouldn't be something you created in your own head It should be something that you've seen out there in the world. So perhaps someone wrote a post and you respond to it. Perhaps it's a case of like a client asking you a question or sending you a DM and you're responding to it. Perhaps you're seeing something all the time out there on Instagram and you're responding to it by creating a program or something like that. So the response is external. It's not something that's going on in your own head. For example, 
perhaps you are like, I really want to do this workshop and you like think about it a lot and it's all in your head. And you're like, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And you put it out there as an offer and nobody buys it. And then you fall into frustration, potentially anger, which is a not self theme as a manifester. And the best idea here is if you would have seen that out there, for example, you're, you're scrolling through Instagram, you keep seeing people talking about, you know, they want to find a TikTok tutorial somewhere. Does anyone offer these courses? It's your area of expertise. So you then create a workshop that is about TikTok, how to set up TikTok. You inform your audience that that's what you're going to do, sells out. So that's the way it goes. So your process of making decisions is to respond to something external and then inform. So you've still got that element of a manifesto. You're going to go ahead and then inform people that you're going to do that thing. When you fall into frustration or anger as a manifesting generator, that's your red flag to look at. Hey, what's not working for me? Where have I fallen out of alignment? Perhaps I've been doing things that were not a response and it's pulled me out of alignment. So what about generators? Generators are the biggest group of human design types. There's over 70% and that includes the manifesting generators as well. We live in a world of generators. A lot of us, if you're not a generator, have been conditioned by generators because the world is made up predominantly of generators. The whole system of nine to five, Monday to Friday, was created by generators. And unfortunately, the other types don't fit into that system. Generators love to work, so they created a system so they could work. And there's us projectors here going, I don't want to do that system. And the manifest is like, no. Generators love to work, and I love generators. And I would say that like the people that I really love to work with are generators. I love generators so much. And I think generators have a really great type. I think generators really can do really, really well when they understand themselves especially around how you get rest and understanding your sacral, so your gut response, is so powerful. So what is the strategy of a generator? Just like we mentioned there in a manifesting generator, you have the responding, so waiting to respond. I don't even want to say waiting to respond because it's pretty much coming through all of the time. You're constantly responding to the universe, happening all the time. So waiting, you're not really sitting there waiting for it. It happens very quickly. So essentially, you're responding to things external. So like we said about the manifesting generators, for example, you wanted to create this workshop. Nobody asked for it. No one's mentioned it. You haven't seen anything out there about it. If you go ahead then and create this workshop without responding to it, without having had information to respond to, it probably will fall pretty flat. I mean, you might get a couple of people who will do it. If you respond to it, for example, your audience keeps DMing you when you do a Q&A box about the same thing and you create something around that, magic happens. That's where you're going to find your success. For a generator, it's really important that you understand your sacral energy. You have that on-off switch, so it should be yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. I'm not going to go into details there because we really want to focus on the strategy right now. And if you find yourself falling into frustration as a generator, that's your red flag. So your red flag as a generator is frustration. And it's important to kind of look at probably I would say the the number one thing that will come up for you is what am I doing here that doesn't light me up? 
that generally pushes people into generators into their not self theme if they're doing stuff they don't really enjoy so how can i delegate this because it's not really working for me anymore how can i change something here projectors so what about projectors i'm a projector i love projectors obviously (laughs) projectors strategy is here to wait to be invited Again, kind of get rid of the waiting because that really pushes people into this kind of like weird energy that they're like, I don't want to wait. As a projector, you're not here to work. That doesn't mean you can't work or shouldn't work. It means that you're not here to work in a traditional sense of the word work, you know, nine to five, eight hours a day, etc. is probably not going to work for you. There is different parts of being a projector where you might have more energy than some projectors like myself I have two energy centers so I actually have more energy than a pure projector but projectors are here to guide everybody else we are very efficient so we can get a lot of work done in a very short amount of time that means that we really only need to work for about three to four hours a day and we'll probably get around the same amount of work done as the generators and money gens because we have this unique way of seeing the most efficient and easy way to do something. So we just get it done. As a projector, your strategy really is that invitation. So invitations can look very different. A lot of times what I see projectors are waiting almost like for someone to say, I'm inviting you to this thing or that thing. I'm inviting you to do this, blah, blah, blah. Generally, invitations don't come that way. They come in so many subtle ways. They could be, again, like, you know, somebody sending you a DM about something. That could be an invitation. The reason I started to offer human design services is because so many people started to ask me about it. I got invited to talk about it, including, like, at the very beginning, before I'd even moved into fully being in human design, someone asked me to do a guest expert on human design. I was like, oh, my God but I was continually invited all the time. And it wasn't like, I invite you to speak about human design. It was just a lot of people asking me questions in my DMs about human design. Do you know this, this, this? And it was kind of a natural progression from there. And I find it very easy. I find it very easy to talk about. I I found it pretty easy to learn about it because it fascinates me. And I think that's one of the most important things as a projector is that you try and find a system of some description to help you with your energy. Often projectors, because they're guides and leaders, they use a lot of their own energy and intuitive insight to give direction, when in fact that can drain your energy quite a lot. So finding a system of some description really helps. You can create your own system. I know projectors who have created a healing system, you know, that's very unique to them. So you can certainly create your own system. Your not-self theme is when you fall into bitterness. And bitterness, I really don't like that feeling. When I fall into bitterness, I haven't had it for a while, but I had it a lot before because I was doing work that I didn't really enjoy doing, you know, in the past and things like that, or working a lot of hours. I was always in, I was always bitter. If you're finding yourself falling into bitterness, again, like, where are you perhaps doing things that you don't really enjoy? And where are you leaking energy? Projectors leak a lot of energy doing things because you over over give a lot of time. So where are you overdoing it? And where perhaps are you doing stuff that you were never really invited to do? I see this in myself and in other people. 
in the past I've put offers out there that nobody asked for and it just literally landed like a lead balloon and then I fall into bitterness because nothing happened but no one wanted it so now I do stuff that people actually want and I find it's there's much more of a flow there and finally talking about reflectors very 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 small amount of um of reflectors in the world we've got like one percent of reflected reflectors are very kind of interesting people the thing with reflectors what i find super interesting is they can really trigger people so you might know a reflector online i know a couple and sometimes their content really triggers you and they kind of have that kind of aspect of you either feel very drawn to what they have to say or you get triggered or it can be both you know continuously reflectors it's really important that you're kind of in an environment that works for you because you're reflecting your environment all the time. So if you're living somewhere that is not your vibe, that can be a real struggle for reflectors. So finding where works for you, as in country, house, wherever that may be, city, town, it really is important. And the people around you are really important too. Reflectors, your strategy really is to wait the whole moon cycle. So You'll see in some kind of human design text, it might say like 28 days. Some says a whole moon cycle. This can be a real struggle for reflectors. It kind of reminds me of the emotional wave when you have a defined solar plexus, but it's not as long, you know, for the solar plexus. So it really is important that if you're, if you're going to make a decision that you wait for a full moon cycle. I mean, that's crazy, right? But I've seen it work very well for for people who do live their strategy and it just means that yeah you might feel like oh my god I'm losing out on things because I can't tell someone to wait for a month and that's okay because it just means that it wasn't meant for you anyway and generally the universe will give you what you're looking for so waiting it will serve you plus if someone is very important or really wants to work with you they will wait so your power is in that and I think Reflectors have a really good way of having strong boundaries. So people respect them because of that and they're happy to wait. So that is our types. We've talked a bit about our strategy and what I say about human design, really the most important thing, instead of getting bogged down with all of the planets, the gates, the channels, the centers, and I love all of them and they're amazing, is to really start to work with your strategy first. Find your type find your strategy work with your strategy see how that feels for you see where it's showing up in your life see where perhaps you weren't living in your strategy before see what what comes through when you do see how it changes your energy and really nail that first and then move on to the next thing what I've seen a lot in the human design space is that people are getting human design readings and then getting huge big books we're talking 70 pages, sometimes more of information about their human design. And it's just too much. It's overwhelming for someone who's just got initial reading. What I, my advice I would give to you is when you get a human design reading, just start at the beginning, work through your type, your strategy or authority potentially, and your profile. I would literally keep it at that at the beginning, you know, for an hour. You could talk just about your type for an hour. So don't kind of bombard yourself with too much information. 
right away because what will happen is and this is what I've seen happen is that people do that and then they get the <laughs> they get the bible of their human design and they literally just put it to one side they literally put it to one side and never look at it again so it's better to take it in chunks like work with your strategy first how does this work for me then take the next step rather than taking the whole thing and trying to do it you know i'm sure you can reflect on perhaps where you've done this in your life in the past where you've tried to do all of it at once and you've just got burnt out or you end up just not being interested anymore because it's just too much information. It's kind of like someone giving you a really big book and telling you to read it. One of those massive books, like over a thousand pages and telling you to read that in a week. You know, you probably wouldn't even start it because you'd be like, it's never going to happen. I'm not going to be able to do it unless you're an avid reader. <laughs> So yes, try and like really connect to your strategy first, then go from there. And honestly, every part of your design, the more you start to embody it, the more you release any shoulds, the more you step into the more authentic version of yourself, the more you are more aligned, your business flows better, you feel better, you have more energy, etc. It's just fascinating and amazing. It works every time. I offer human design readings. If you would like to have a reading, you can head to my website. My website is linked below. It's www.lottiesleap.com. I offer human design readings. They're one hour. Go through your strategy, your authority, your type. If you've had a reading before, I also do readings where we discuss other things. Perhaps you already know all of that stuff and you want to take it to the next level. I do that too. So have a wonderful day. It's been great talking to you today about strategy. If you have any questions, be sure to drop me a DM here or over on Instagram. Have an amazing day.